Alright everybody, welcome back to a new episode. Um, today we're going to talk about kind of more like a current event situation to deal with um, certain points in scripture. Um, as we know, the Bible is more than just a book. It has some sort of divine uh, time to it. Um, a lot of people disagree or they will argue about it and stuff, but when we look into Ezekiel 8, we see the corruption of the temple. We see um, that there's people that are worshipping the sun in the way it cycles, where we see that there's people worshipping Tammuz. We see that there's other people in the world that are... Um, that are in that temple that are worshiping not the god that they're meant to worship and god is upset with that so as we go through this world today and we look at everything that has happened i recently got um actually not just me but a bunch of people um got argued with and, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was with an atheist, and, um, this is basically, uh, the thing is that this, uh, the atheist will literally argue with us about religion, or faith, but provide no evidence of why faith isn't real. He just says it's not real. He says God's not real. And throughout the entire time, he hasn't verified anything that we asked him. There's three people in this conversation, and he just decided to come out of nowhere after a few months and just kind of attack us. Um... So, this is where it comes down to how atheism and agnostics and everybody that are in between God's word are starting to veer away from God. And it's a great example to see this guy, because he, he'll state science is not based on faith or belief, only by facts. However... How can science be based on a fact when many scientists will disprove the further the further um, theory that they made? Um, as we looked into previously, um, the law of thermodynamics. The law of thermodynamics states roughly um, that energy can only be transferred from one object, one, from one thing to another. It cannot be um, created nor destroyed. Same with matter. If matter can't be created nor destroyed, then that means that it would always be there. And then, they're then they have the Big Bang Theory, which means everything created from the Big Bang. So that would mean something was there. Now, a lot of people will look at the spirit as... Um, some people will look at the spirit as, you know, energy... And other people look at the spirit as, you know, some divine, you know, part of God. Um, I look at it as a divine part of God. But if it 
I feel it could be a form of energy because when it does embolden us, the Holy Spirit, we have the ability to feel and do things that we normally couldn't do. Um, as we look into the world today, we see people like atheists that want to argue with Christians. We see de Democrats that want to argue, argue with Republicans. We see conservatives and liberals at each other's throats. We see nations against nations. We see right now the Ukraine and Russia are going to war. Um, the Middle East was at war, you know. There was, uh, the Gaza was being attacked by, you know, um, Iran, I think, at one point. Or, and anyway, as we look into the Bible, it outlines future events in the world. But we have to understand that God's word is timeless. It means that we don't know the timing of when God's coming will be. We don't know it. It says it in the Bible. Nobody will know the day or the time. So, there's a lot of people that are saying that this might be the start of World War III, that if the US, the United States gets involved, then um, China will get involved, and if China gets involved, and Russia is involved, then Iran will get involved, and then if Iran gets involved, Israel will get involved, and if Israel gets involved, then NATO will get involved, and if NATO gets involved, then it's going to be an all-out war. Um, so... It's not verified that that's going to happen. It's not an actual fact that this is World War Three. It's a theory, you know, and that's most of what science is, is theory. Because um, science can be disproven. Not everything in science is a fact. There are facts in science, things that we can't disprove, but there's also things in the Bible that have never been disproven. So, we see that there's powerful roles in China. We see that um, Europe is becoming <coughs> a top superpower in the world. We see that Russia and China are right under the United States in terms of military power. Um, they might have more troops, but when it comes down to information, um, intel, all the other stuff that the United States has... United States is usually at the top. We see a lot of danger in the mid Middle East, which the Middle East, um, also known as Asia Minor, in the, um, you know, in the Bible. And um, we see in Luke uh, 2120, uh, um, but when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then you'll know desolation is near. And, of course, there's been a war in and around Jerusalem for thousands of years. Um, 1967 was one of them. Um, it was a six-day war. Um, there was an assault on Jerusalem. Um, so, in any kind of assault on Jerusalem will not end um, the Jewish inhabitants. Um, but... Christ foretold that they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away, 
captive into all nations. The Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Um, now, this is a prophecy of the future. It's not just um, descripting when the Greeks and the Romans um, uh, were in um, Jerusalem. It was an invasion of Jerusalem. <coughs> Sorry, I got dry throat. <coughs> but even the Babylonian conquest of Judah <coughs> in 586 BC saw that the Jews were primar um, taken primarily to one nation rather than being discarded across Israel. Um, even when we go back into Genesis, we know that there are Jews or people that um, are descended from, you know, the Hebrews, um, like Noah. Um, even though everybody believes that Noah was uh, possibly Babylonian, um, or, um, you know, in modern day, it would probably be around Iraq he was. Um, but when he ended up landing in Turkey on Mount Ararat, um, and his uh, siblings left, you, we're familiar with the Ashkenazi Jews, which um, I believe descended from Ashkenaz, uh, which was the son of Gomer and the grandson of Noah. Which was before the, which was before Moses and the Levitical laws. Um, the Gentiles are people of the world who are not descended from the ancient patriarch Jacob, whose name was um, changed to Israel in Genesis 32:28, and is said to recognize that nations such as China and Japan are not descendants of Israel. Russia and Germany are two other prominent Gentile nations. Many today, however, will do not recognize modern-day descendants of the ancient Hebrew, tri uh, Hebrew tribes of um, the ancient tribes of Israel. Jacob had twelve sons. His son Judah is the patriarch of the tribe of Judah, and that is where uh, Jesus came from. Um, so then we look into it, um, they had, like, the Gentile Babylon, um, we go into further, we learn about in the book of Revelation, after I saw, uh, things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven and having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory, and he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon is, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen. And it has become the dwelling place of demons, a prison of every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of, the for of her fornication, and the kings of her earth have committed the fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich with the abundance of her luxury. This was a time where everything was like... You had a lot of poor people and stuff, and then they're looking at the abundance of luxury, and we think today, we have way more than we need. You know, um, we look into Nebuchadnezzar's dream, which was in the book of Daniel, 
um, as you continue, um, we see, uh, we see more, um, months into the Gentile rule. Um, and it, it's amazing because God's people have always been protected. It has always been something that we've come to acknowledge that the Jewish people have always been protected. Even during World War II, when the Jews were in the Holocaust, yes, many of them died, but they were also saved. And the possibility was Hitler could have taken over a lot of Europe, you know? And with the axis of evil at that time, you know, if Hitler didn't let his pride and greed get in the way, and furthermore of other parts of the history of what happened, he also went into Russia to go to war with them, and, uh, you know, a lot of his people starved to death because they didn't really care and burned all their fields and crops and stuff so the uh, Germans couldn't eat. It comes down to how the world is today. We gotta understand that God has a plan for this. Everybody's looking at this war as, you know, it's the end of the world. Um, we don't know that. We will never know that. But what we do know is that it's happening. And if it's happening, it's in God's will. And if it's in God's will, then we need to accept it and pray for the people there. You know, for the Ukrainians, uh, Ukrainians that are there, that are the innocents that are possibly dying there, and we should be praying for the Russians, too. The Russians that are forced to fight in a war that some of them probably don't even want to fight. You know? Now, the world has changed dramatically since the first century, from, from the very beginning of, like, the first centuries. Of when the persecution of the Christians were around. So, what I do want to understand from everybody is that, are you in the faith? Do you love God with all your heart? Is He your main being? Is He everything you need to, in your life? I can't say that um, I fully understand what this war is about. Um, I believe there's a couple providences in the Ukraine that Putin wants to take over because they were originally in Russia. I And I think the Ukrainian government just doesn't want to give them up. Um, it could, it could be something completely different. I don't really know because I honestly don't follow the news. Um, because news is very biased on what it says. It's People will believe one, one spurt of news versus the other. People will believe different theologies of men that, you know, you have the Bible. You know, you, you can interpret your own theology in there. 
You just need to let the guy, the spirit guide you through it. So, I want to invite you all to say the sinner's prayer with me. And in this um, sinner's prayer, I hope that all of you will find salvation. That all of you will confess and repent and find God to be your one and true Savior. And I pray that we can get this sinner's prayer and share it to everybody in the world. Not just in America, not just in Mexico or Europe or Asia, but the entire world, especially in the Ukraine um, and even parts of Russia, where hopefully at one point this war will just end. We just get out of a war. We don't need to be in another one. So, I ask you all to pray with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in prayer asking for forgiveness of my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that Jesus, uh, Yeshua, is your Son, and that he died on the cross at Calvary that I might be forgiven and have eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. Father, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead. I ask you right now to come into my life and be my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins, and I will worship you all the days of my life, because your word is true. I confess my mouth that I am born again and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. If all of you have said that prayer and meant it with all your heart, I urge you to go to your church. I urge you to go to your church or a church and talk to the pastor and tell him that you wish to be baptized. to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And as you get baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, then when you come out, I pray that you feel refreshed, that the Spirit dwells so strong in you that you wish to carry out the Lord's work. I wish that you will send me an email and tell me about your testimony, about everything that has happened. I would love to hear more testimonies of God, of how each person came to meet the Lord and be with them. I'd like to say everybody to take a you know quick little vow of silence for the people that have lost. There's been a few people, um, a guy named Jerry that people are very close to and other people. And... I'd like to take a, a vow of silence and prayer for them and pray for their families that lost so they can find some comfort in knowing that he is with Jesus now. Probably living out the best days of his life. I don't know if they have orange juice or, you know, what kind of drinks they have up there.
but if they have some orange juice, which is one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite drinks, um, I, uh, I, I bet it tastes more amazing and fresh and clean and delicious than any other drink that you'd ever need. Although, I, I probably bet that they probably won't need to really drink much there. <laughs> so I take, let's take that vow of silence for those people. And people that you've all known that have maybe died of COVID or died of some sickness or illness. Um, people like uh, this guy named Steve that is in the hospital with diabetes, getting possibly getting his legs amputated and probably in the last months of his life. Um, I'd like to pray for um, my father's friend, Chad, who just got diagnosed with cancer. And pray for everybody in the world that needs it at this time. So let's take a moment of silence. that I know that this has been kind of a a lopsided um, and not a very good uh, scripture or sermon um, there's a lot going on but I felt I still needed to do this for you guys so as I want to go into this, I want you guys to all understand that God, his word is true. Anybody that refutes it, you need to take up your, your Bible and defend God's faith. To die a martyr or to defend as an apologist is not a sinful action. I condone it. I'm pretty sure God condones the defense of God. Jesus defended God. When you have people that are saying, people killing each other because of religion, if they were not religious, they would not do these things. Good people would not do bad things, only when religion, ideology, brainwashed them to become bad people. When people like this will say things like that, they don't understand our faith. They don't understand our God. They don't understand any of this stuff because they don't read it. They just look at a negative and they have that part filled in their head. Most likely Satan manipulating them to believe that God is bad or believe that believing in God is bad. So, I pray that this atheist and all the other atheists in this world will find God and and be saved but unfortunately I can't be the only person to unite this world I can't be the only person to unite Christians of different denominations. I can't be the only person to unite everybody. I need the help of everybody that listens to me. 
the people that listen to me, we need to come together as brothers and sisters in Christ, as one union. And when we come together as one, we can do so much more together than we can being separated. God bless you all, and thank you for listening. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, um, at Minister Martyr. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow me, you can email me at Minister Mar- uh, MinisterMartyr at gmail.com, um, and you can follow my uh, website, um, which is uh, MinisterMartyr.wordpress.com. Um, I have a couple movie reviews on there. I have uh, certain blogs that you can read. I have um, different, you know, informations that people might not like to know. Um, some stuff about God being in our DNA. <laughs> Very interesting stuff. Um, I hope all of you have a blessed day and enjoy your weekend. God bless you all. Bye.